Hello and happy September. Do you remember? Sorry. But welcome to the ABCs of Weight Loss podcast series where I'll be taking you through every single letter of the alphabet and relating it to something to do with weight loss and to help you. So these podcast episodes are short. Some of them are short, some of them are long and some of them took two episode recordings. So you're in for a jam-packed session. We've got accountability, keto, we have got weight loss. We've got all of those things. So you are in for a treat. Don't forget to make sure that the emails are going into your inbox and not going to spam because that's how you're going to be able to get these podcasts I cannot wait for you to listen to day one through to 26 all the way to the middle of September September is full season and I absolutely love full season if you are somebody who wants to reach out to me during the season during the season during the sessions please do reach out at va nutrition coaching over on the gram if you want to reach out via email do please do so support at va nutrition coaching.co.uk now i'm actually going to stop talking so you can get on and listen to this episode Hello friends, we are in October and I am still recording this podcast series for you. I am talking on the letter S today and we're talking about snack attacks. Now if you haven't already, I'd encourage you to go over to the website vonutritioncoaching.mykajabi.com forward slash cravings. There you'll be able to download your free cravings and snack attacks free guide to help you because if you're struggling, this guide will help you and it also goes along with this episode. Now I'm going to get straight into this episode because I have a bunch of episodes to record straight after this one so I'm going to get straight into it and getting into the good stuff. Now have you ever been on a healthy eating kick and you suddenly you're sitting down you're full up you've got no space to eat anything else or even drink anything else but all of a sudden you feel like you absolutely have to have a piece of chocolate a piece of cake some crisps some popcorn or the whole bag of popcorn a donut two three four or the whole box a whole dozen you suddenly get this intense craving for this sweet treat. Now, when it comes to that, it doesn't mean that you're wrong. It doesn't mean that you don't have any willpower. It doesn't mean that you're going to lose all your progress if you happen to give in to some of these cravings. And it definitely isn't a sign that you are weak and you've just got no motivation. You've got no strength. Now, when it comes to these kind of things, if you're starting to crave certain types of food, cereals, your favorite cereal packed with sugar upon sugar upon sugar, then it might be a case of, you might be addicted to them. But if you find that you actually have a craving for a certain type of food, then that's something to pay attention to those particular types of cravings. Because those particular types of cravings can also signify you may be deficient in a particular type of nutrient. And that's what your body is actually craving for as opposed to this thing. Now, am I saying deny all your cravings? Absolutely not. If sometimes if you're craving some salty foods or some salty chips or whatever it is, chips over here in the UK is the same as fries. If you're craving some of those things, have them. Now, for example, when I'm on or I'm due on my menstrual cycle, I tend to have a craving. It tends to differ some months, but almost certainly every single month it will be ready sorted crisps. Now, I have a period calendar anyway, so I'll track my app and I'll know the days that I'm coming and, my, and I will see my body changes. I will see that my I start to get inflammation. I start to weigh heavier. I start to carry more water retention. And these things I know 
that my period is coming my period is due and it's in line often and so when I know I'm craving those ready sorted crisps I have an intense craving for ready sorted crisps that's when I'll check the calendar and I'm like okay I'm due on so that's why that's happening sometimes I will have them other times I will have something else but because I'm now in tune with my nutrition I'm now in tune with my body I know the signals that my body is talking and the nutrients that I know that I'm deficient in and when I'm coaching you that's the place that I'm getting you to that's the area that I'm teaching you to have for yourself so you know actually I'm full up I don't need any snacks I'm just being greedy or I'm just bored or I'm just emotional I'm just stressed or am I due on now those are the things that you can start to look for but if you start to crave these things all of the time this is where you might actually go beyond a nutrient deficiency beyond an everyday craving or once in a while craving but it could signify that you might have a deeper problem i.e an addiction an addiction to dopamine the feel-good hormone that our brains naturally release when we have an endorphin and our brains and our bodies have begun to get used to that endorphin feeling or that release of endorphins from foods and that's why we crave it even more to get that sensation and to get that feeling whenever we have a certain type of food. Now when it comes to addictive behaviours and addictive tendencies some of the symptoms that you might recognise that you have might be withdrawals. I'll tell you a story. I, and I'm not ashamed to tell you the story because this is the reality of food addiction or being addicted to food and sugary treats and in excess. So I used to love these jelly beans. They're Vimto jelly beans and I'm not sponsored by Vimto. Vimto jelly beans and they came in a package. uh, They were one pound and I've had this, I had this addiction for a number of years I had it for a couple of years and I would go I don't really take out money from the cash machine a lot when I would I would scrape up all of my money just to make sure I would have one pound whether it's in coppers whether it's in like cents and and I think cents and pence I think you have if you're in the states but I'd search one p's five p's that's the same as five cents, one cents, all to make a dollar or all to make a pound just to buy these jelly beans. Now, I would eat those jelly beans in like 20 minutes. I would eat the whole bag and it's like 150 grams in the whole bag. And that's like even 400 calories, close to 400 calories of those things. And I would eat one of those every single day. So I'd spend 10 pounds a week on jelly babies alone. Now I would go out to the cash machine if I didn't have cash I would scrape up all the coppers that I had in my purse just to make a pound and I would go to shop and buy this every single day I used to do this and it happened for a number of years and I decided to just cut it out one day I decided you know what let me cut this out and that's when I started to have the irritability I started to have the headaches and I started to have mood changes and I also started to notice I started to have withdrawal symptoms and addictive type behaviors and responses to the sudden and the quick reduction of jelly beans that I had. I literally, I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who's been a substance user who struggles with substance misuse and I don't know if you've ever seen them or an alcoholic. If you've ever seen an alcoholic and they're in that withdrawal phase, they cannot stay still. They cannot sit still. They cannot stand still. They start to speak in gibberish kind of. They don't speak sense it. They, their sentences are incoherent and they're irritable. They they get start to get angry. They start to get agitated, especially if somebody who's addicted to opioids as well. If you're addicted to substances and you're addicted to drugs, and you just come off without no plan you come off without a personalized plan to you you see this behavior if it's not managed efficiently and that's what I was like in the space of three hours I wasn't itching I wasn't there was no hives or anything like that but I was irritable I had mood changes and I also started to 
get headaches because I used to eat this every single day. And that's when I realized I was addicted to those things. I was addicted to those sweets. Now, for me, I did the drastic measure and I just started to reduce that bag. Now, I don't know what was addictive for me, whether it was the E numbers or whatever it is, but for me, I liked that. Now, the things that I put in place to kind of come away from that was I would stop at halfway. Now, some of you might be like, you ate half a bag of jelly beans. Yep. And then I would eat one every other day. And then I would go to half and then now I've completely gone off them. And if I eat them, it's really, really sweet. And so I don't eat them. And also I compensated myself to have jelly beans, vitamins, and I would then take them at night because that's when I'd start to get the sweet tooth. After I've had dinner, I'd get the sweet tooth and they are, they taste literally like jelly beans. You can't, if you eat more than them, more than the allocated dosage, believe me, you'll feel it. Just like those sugar-free sweets and they have the laxative effect. If you have too many, that's what this does. And you get abdominal cramps. Believe me, I tried to do it. But those are the things that you realize that you become, have an addictive behavior and you have addictive symptoms is when you know that you are having these foods too often and too much. Now, the symptoms were there that I had addictive, that I was addicted to these when I was trying to scrimp and scrape up to a pound a day and I'd spend 10 pounds a week, not on food, not on lunch, but I'd just spend it on jelly babies every single day I'd buy a bag. And that kind of behavior kind of goes amiss. You don't check that behavior until you realize actually you've got a problem here. And often that's a type of carbohydrate. That's what you'd call a simple carbohydrate. And that's the off, that's the food that we crave the most, especially when stressed, especially when tired, especially when it's that time of the month or it's drawing close to, we want those type of foods and we want it now. And I've talked about the level of serotonin and I've talked about the level of dopamine. I've talked about those things that are going and neurological transmitters that are going off in our brains when we have those type of foods. And it changes the actual chemistry in the brain and it adds more serotonin in our brains and it increases the amount and the level of serotonin in our brains as well as the dopamine hit and the release of dopamine the feel-good hormonal center in our brains and so when it comes to our cravings when it comes to cravings when it comes to serotonin whilst we're on that on whilst we're on the talk of serotonin when you start to get these cravings it's because of an or imbalance in your hormones and that's what will trigger the cravings and sometimes they can be more intense or less intense but the more imbalanced that your hormones are the higher the cravings will be and the intense will be now there are all levels of cravings sometimes it can be a physical craving that your body is actually needing again it can be talking about you need a vitamin or you can actually be deficient in certain types of vitamins and minerals or is your brain playing psychological tricks on you? And those are the two things to actually pay attention to. You have to be able to decide, actually, is my craving psychological or is it physiological? Now, when it comes to physical cravings, one of the cravings, one of the reasons why you can constantly start to crave those foods is you haven't got enough fat in your body. Now, our body needs fat. I've talked about that in F, literally, for the ABC series. So you can go back to that and listen to that. Or you might be somebody who has not eaten all day. You haven't got an adequate amount of food storage. You're eating low calories and therefore your blood sugar is also low. And sometimes do you ever notice when you're in the office, I'm back in the office now, or you could be at home and then you're like, oh my gosh, I got something. I need something sweet. I'm craving for something sweet. And it always seems to happen in the afternoon. And that could be a reason to, that could be a signal, not just that you need something sweet, but it could be a signal that your body is saying to you, you have spent 
too long between breakfast and you spent too long between the time that you've eaten. Now, many of you might say, you know, I eat one meal a day or I'm just not hungry and it's 4 p.m. and you still haven't eaten lunch yet. If you're feeling that lethargy, if you're feeling that tiredness and you're feeling that you're starting to crave something sweet, check on the times that you're eating. Check how long you are waiting for you to actually eat between meals. Now you can eat anything. You don't have to eat a bar of chocolate. You don't have to eat a chocolate biscuit because sooner or later you're going to get back to the place that you were when you get into that energy crash. You'll get that sudden spike of energy but what happens is your energy and your blood sugar will go back down to where it originally was. So things you want to reach for, you can reach for protein sources like Greek yogurt, some fruit in it and maybe some honey if that's something that you like to add add a little hint of sweetness that will increase your blood sugar steadily and also keep you from reaching the snacks it will keep you fuller for longer as well because you are also including protein i'm going to give you three tips as to how you can manage if your cravings are through the roof again go on to the website vanutritioncoaching.mykajabi.com forward slash cravings to download your guide that goes with this episode one of the many things that I advise clients to do is to literally take a toothbrush and some toothpaste with you to the office whether your office is at home or your office is in a hired office space or you actually go into your work environment take a toothbrush don't be afraid if anybody comes into the toilet and the bathroom but take a toothbrush and also some kind of mouthwash that's not minty fresh or anything like that if you mix something else with that just after you've brushed your teeth believe me, you're never going to want to mix something like that again. The taste is just awful. And so when it comes to eating and wanting to eat most of it, especially if it's sugar, you want that taste. You crave the taste of that particular food. As I say, you don't need to banish all of your cravings. Sometimes if you're craving something, you can have a piece of something. But after you have put in that, say, for example, you use TCP or use a very, very strong non-minty Listerine. So if you have that and you eat something with that, believe me, you're never going to want to eat something again. Two, do something else. Get up and physically go away from your desk physically go for a walk physically do something else that takes your mind away from that craving if you come back and you still got the craving then have some and have a small amount of it and thirdly what are your cravings telling you if you're craving something salty then your body might be telling you you don't have enough sodium in your body you might need some more salt add some more salt to the foods that you're eating now don't overcomplicate it don't overcompensate for the salty flavor you don't have to add buckets and buckets of salt sometimes we have enough or too much sodium in our food and so and salt so if you having a little bit of seasoning in your salt that could balance up your sodium levels but being aware and staying on top of it because we don't need a huge amount of sodium in our diets on a day-to-day basis it's not about being so strict that you end up restricting yourself and then altogether you end up binging and you're like oh my gosh I feel bad I feel this I feel that if you're craving something after you've done these things after you've mouthwashed believe me you don't want to taste food if you've got the horrible color and flavor and taste of mouthwashing your that's non minty you don't want to eat you will you will you will have a rude awakening believe me trust me on that one and if you've done something you've got up you've distracted yourself or you've gone and done something else and you come back and you've still got that craving taste enjoy your cravings you don't have to go wild but enjoy your cravings now snacking is okay every now and then if you're balancing and you're going for the 80 20 rule 80 percent of the time you're eating healthy nutrient dense balanced food so your body is getting the adequate nutrition vitamins and minerals that it needs on a day-to-day basis 10 percent of added sugar is recommended in our diet that's what who the organization the health organization world health organization they recommend 
then added 10% of additional sugars. Not the natural sugars in fruits, but additional things like sweets, treats, etc. They recommend a 10% thing. Now, when it comes to it, we can enjoy our foods, we can enjoy those treats, but it's not about avoiding them altogether that you end up restricting yourself and binging totally on everything and anything completely. Friends, that is short, sweet, and to the point when it comes to your snack attacks. Again, go and download the cravings guide via nutritioncoaching.mykajabi.com forward slash cravings. And just like that, friends, we've come to the end of today's episode in the ABCs of Weight Loss podcast series. I hope you have got some value from today. Now they say if you go back and listen to it a second time, you will get something different the second time round, the third time round that you did when you first listened to it. Now if you're somebody who wants to lose weight, get rid of those extra pounds that you're carrying that make you feel insecure about yourself, that make you hate your relationship with yourself and also make you hate your reflection that you see in the mirror. Now, I used to hate looking in the mirror. In fact, I avoided looking in the mirrors for a number of years. And the reason why that was is because of a work colleague. I was already insecure about myself. I was already insecure about the way I look. And I was already insecure about the fact that I was aware that I was gaining weight, but I was afraid to deal with the issues that caused me to be overweight in the first place. They ridiculed me in front of my colleagues and the whole team by laughing at a state and a picture of me. And that scarred me for a number of years. It caused me to get into arguments with family members when they were trying to pressure me to get into photos as well as friends. And what I would do is I would hide behind everybody else so the fat one wouldn't be seen in the front of the photo. And that happened for years. But it wasn't until I addressed the root causes, which was my rejection, which was my insecurities and was my unhealthy attachment and relationship with food. I used food to cover up my insecurities, to cover up how I felt rejected by those people who were supposed to love me. But what happened is the very same foods that I was going to for comfort, they ended up making me sick. And I had hospital tests upon hospital tests, but they never ever found something wrong. All the time, the real issue was staring me in the face, but I was so afraid to address the real root cause. Now, if you can identify with some of the things that I've stuck there throughout today's episode and the rest of the episodes that you've listened to, then I want you to reach out to me. All the ways that you can reach out to me and work with me are in the show notes below. You can have a deep dive one-to-one session with me and we will go through an intense 90 minutes of working through what you've done in the past and the plan that you have for the future now if you're somebody who just needs that plan wants to know how many calories to track how many macros you should be tracking or whether or not macros is right for you but you just want a plan of nutrition and that it's personalized to you this would be beneficial for you if you're somebody who's a busy mom a busy professional and you've never really put into perspective the way that you eat your relationship that you have with food you're good at being there for every everybody else, your spouse, your friends, your partner, your family, your colleagues, your clients, you're there for everybody else. But when it comes to somebody filling your cup, there's nobody there for you. Now, if that's you, you're good at putting everybody else above yourself, but your health falls to the wayside and you want to learn the things as to how you can overcome that. You want to have time to meal prep with your family. So you're not always having takeaway every single day. You can have them once or twice a week, but you're also honing in on your abilities, your skills to cook, but you want somebody to walk through that with you for a six month accountability period. Then I encourage you to apply for the application. This is a program for women who are serious about making changes. And I will be your 
Loving Woman to get you there, to help you really shift the fad diet cycle that you've been in for years. You don't need to cut out carbohydrates. You don't need to restrict yourself. You don't need to do fad diets or get caught up in the diet culture any longer. There is a way out, friends, and I'm here to help you. Can't wait to catch you in the next episode.